This is Rush to Reason. You are going to shut your damn yapper and listen for a change because I got you pegged, sweetheart. You want to take the easy way out because you're scared. And you're scared because if you try and fail, there's only you to blame. Let me break this down for you. Life is scary. Get used to it. There are no magical fixes. With your host, John Rush. My advice to you is to do what your parents did. Get a job first. You haven't made everybody equal. You've made them the same, and there's a big difference. Let me tell you why you're here. You're here because you know something. What you know you can't explain, but you feel it. You felt it your entire life, that there's something wrong with the world. You don't know what it is, but it's there. It is this feeling that has brought you to me. Are you crazy? Am I? Or am I so sane that you just blew your mind? It's Rush to Reason, brought to you by Absolute Electrical Heating and Air, with your host, John Rush. We are back. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. Hour number two is upon us. Matthew Taylor joining us now has a documentary film out, Gotham, The Fall and Rise of New York. Matthew, welcome. How are you? Great. Thank you for having me. Excited to be here. Oh, appreciate you being here very much. And uh, we, of course, uh, we are not New York City by any stretch of imagination, although our crime here across the Front Range area of Colorado has increased substantially in the past several years, so we can somewhat relate to New York, not in the same way. We don't have the population, of course, that that they have there, but we're, we're seeing it in the same way here. And you, again, you just did a documentary on the you know the, the troubling reality of crime in America. You, you know, I guess first thing first things first, tell us about the documentary and, and you know what made you put that together in the first place. Well, you know, in 2019, we wanted to tell the story of how New York City was saved. And initially, it was just to basically you know, find these folks that did, you know, the brave work and tell their story. But then COVID hit, and we made the film through COVID, and the cities of America started to decline due to a number of bad leadership decisions. And we realized that this story is really about how to tell cities in the future how to get out. So we didn't want to look back anymore. We wanted to look forward. So this story is really also for Los Angeles, Chicago, Denver, Miami, um, and if you could do it in New York City, which was the worst city in America by all metrics, you could do it in any city. And you can do it now. It's a lot easier now than it was in 1994, 95, 96. So what did, the, you know, what did they do that, that enabled them to, in a way, you know, rise up out of the ashes, if you would? Well, you know, the first thing they did was they, they decided to take a leadership role and add accountability. Okay. You know, and, and they went from 1.2 million people on welfare to 425,000 people on welfare in eight years. They dropped crime by 90%. Uh, and, they, and they basically tackled school choice and a number of things. And the problem was there was so much money coming into the, into the system, but there was no accountability to make that money work the way it was mm. supposed to work. Because with, with the city, you have to pay for infrastructure and things like that. It's very difficult to, to ramp down money, but you need to make it work more efficiently. So they took the police department, they decentralized it, and they would take the police, they'd have comms staff to, to track crime, and they would take the commissioners up there and say, if you don't reduce crime in your neighborhood, you find me day by day, you're out of here. And wow. guess what? They did, and they tackled that crime, and they brought those numbers down. They did Get it done. Well, this one here, we can't. So they added accountability 
And I'm going to get you, Matthew, to maybe move a little bit around because you were garbled and I heard all of that, but it was really difficult to hear you. And the question that my next question that I've got is you take an area like, you know, San Francisco to where, in my opinion, they've even passed legislation that make crime rise, i.e. you can shoplift up to 900 and some dollars with really no consequences. I'm assuming that's not the case in New York City. No, in New York City, you know, again, it was one of those things where they started with small crimes. You have to tackle small yep. things to hit the big things. Yep. You know, and the first thing they did was just stop subway jumpers. You know, these guys would jump the yep. turnstile, yeah, yeah, and they yeah. said, we're going to arrest these guys. You know, and what, what they found was a lot of the people jumping turnstiles had guns on them. And guns are illegal in, 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 in uh, New York City. And that gun could stop five murders. It could stop multiple uh, multiple robberies. And once you take one gun off the street in New York City, you're able to stop crime across all sorts of places. And you started seeing the subway cleaned up almost immediately. Uh, they put police in, in uh, uh, Times Square, and they started, they, put, they literally put a court in the middle of Times Square so they could just book you in Times Square. Wow. And so again, you had to reduce fear, right? Because yeah. New York City and a lot of major areas, you have to have people on the street. Because if you have people on the street and businesses going, you actually don't need the police because the neighborhood will police itself. True. And so they just reduced fear and got people back on the street and let people clean up their businesses, accept business, and then you did it, and they enforced their own cleanup of everything on graffiti and everything else. So, you know... Really quick, Matthew, what did they do? Because here here in the Denver area, you know, we're, we're like a lot of other major cities where homelessness is just rampant, if you would. What did they do on that end of things? Because to me, that's another area where the, you know, if you can't crack down to your point on some of the small things, the big things just keep getting bigger and bigger. How did they crack down on that? You know, with homeless, again, you have, I think as currently, 65,000 homeless people in New York City and you have $2 billion in the budget. And yet, every year you have $2 billion, but there's no less homeless people. So what's happening to the money? And so what they did is if you were homeless, they went to find out why are you homeless. They put you in shelters. There was a number of things where it was proactive. You know, they wouldn't just let you linger uh, in the middle of, of a park. They wouldn't just, it was Bryant Park privatized to an extent, and they, they made sure that there were always more women in the park than men. They made sure that things were clean. And so, again, it was one of those things where if you were homeless, they went out and they actually deployed people to say, hey, why are you homeless? What are you doing here? And how do we get you out of this? As opposed to just saying, hey, just, you know, let them, let them just, you know, sleep on the subway. Let them, because, again, it creates fear. It creates danger. Different cities have different kinds of homeless people as well. You know, there's, there's people who are, are mentally ill. There are people who are homeless just because, you know, if you go to certain warmer climates, you just like to be homeless in certain ways with tents and things like that. Um, and so they just, they just went and tackled the problem directly, you know. And, and I think there's, there's an idea that, like, well, the homeless should be able to just do what they want when they want. But the problem is a lot of these people are, are hurting. They need help. And, and by, you know, without helping, they're pushing people in front of subway cars and right. all sorts of other things. And you, you've, got to, you've got to embrace the problem. You've got to make the, the funding that goes into the government run efficiently. And again, the homeless population dropped 
dramatically in New York City. And, and really quick, what, what did, I, was, I, I didn't catch that number. What did you say New York has right, New York City has right now as far as homelessness? The last time I looked, it was around 64,000 homeless people. Okay, so just to give you an example, and this just tells you how, where we're at in Denver. I just I just double checked this because I thought I thought that's what you said and I wanted to just double check. So out of roughly eight and a half million people in New York City, there's sixty four thousand homeless in Denver. We only have seven hundred and eleven thousand people, but we have twelve thousand homeless. That ratio is far greater than what you have in New York City. That's that's enormous. Exactly. Well, look, I mean, look at the squeaky guys. I mean, this is actually one of the most amazing numbers. I kind of. You know, they, the squeaky guys would come up to your car and they'd spit on your windshield. They'd terrify people. And they thought there were thousands of these people out there. And Giuliani told Bill Bratton, bring them all in. And they realized there was only seven to five squeaky guys tormenting the entire wow. city. Wow. And then they were all gone. Yes, I mean, it, 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 you know what it was? Just just do your job. Yeah. Imagine that. Yeah. Um, you know, and they did their job. You know, and, and look, is, is, did it all work? No, not everything worked. Um, you know, but for the but you got you got to at least try, Matthew. I, I feel a lot of these cities aren't doing anything. Well, no, because if they just assume that look, New York for thirty years, it was assumed that this is ungovernable, so can't do anything until we solve racism and all these other things. And Giuliani and, and eventually Bloomberg said, no, that's ridiculous. Uh, you'll solve all those things by solving these small things mm-hmm. first. You know, you'll, when people are working, if you, look, the beauty of New York and the unique part is you have everyone from everywhere all living on top of each other. And for the most part, everyone gets along. I mean, it is truly a miracle city in that context. So once everybody's kind of doing their thing, New Yorkers, they just like to do their thing for the most part. They like to be left alone. And as long as everything is functioning and the economy is working and everybody has a job, um, you know, yeah, good point. Workers, they're, they're pretty straightforward. Good point. And every city could be like this, you know. And so, so again, we made this film to say, look, this is how they did it. Down to This is the technical way to do it. This is mm. a guide to saving your city. And, again, you know, whether it's St. Louis, Chicago, Los Angeles, Denver, you pick any city. They, these principles work everywhere. And, wow. so, you know, and New York's the hardest city to do it in. Right. And, and they right. did it. Where, where do we, or hey, where do we watch it? And then some folks are going to want to forward that on to their leaders. How do we do that? Gothamovie.com. You can see it on Amazon. You can see it on iTunes. You can see it on Google Play. You know, and again, it, it's a fun movie. It's a beautiful movie. We got a lot of the people who actually did the work. Okay. It doesn't work, and they tell you how they did it. Awesome. Michael, I appreciate you joining us. It's been very enlightening, and I'm sure there's a lot of folks. I talked about homelessness earlier in the week, so I'm sure there's going to be a lot of folks out wanting to go watch that. So thank you, thank you, by the way. We really appreciate it. Thank you for having me. You're very appreciate welcome. It. Have a great evening. Matthew Taylor again, Gotham GothamMovie.com. I just went and looked it up, and that is exactly there. You can actually watch it on the website as well. Affordable interest mortgage is next. Kurt Rogers. And again, whatever you need when it comes to your mortgage, he is the mortgage guru. He'd love to help you with whatever question you've got. It's a simple phone call, 720-895-0500. Many of you are seeing your credit card rate around 18 to 21%. With the feds continuing to raise rates, it's getting harder to stretch that dollar. Take AIM, affordable interest mortgage, 720-895-0500. If you currently have a low rate on your mortgage, but the other debts are not giving you any breathing room, consider refinancing and getting a blended rate in the fours. 
Now is the time. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Get that blended rate in the fours and lower your total monthly payment, six, seven, eight hundred a month. We can show you how to lower your monthly debt and keep more of your money, all with a low blended rate. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Locally owned and serving Colorado since 2001. Let us show you how to own your home faster and pay less interest. Our experience will save you money. 720-895-0500. Affordable interest mortgage. That's 720-895-0500. Start saving six, seven, eight hundred a month now and breathe again. NMLS 298-191. Regulated by door. Equal credit lender. Your air conditioner is costing you a fortune, and Denver is the perfect climate for quiet, cool, attic, and whole house technology, so you can save money and enjoy a cool home. Absolute Electrical Plumbing, Heating, and Air is now your source for quiet, cool technology. With a quiet, cool whole house or attic fan, you can use the cool evenings and mornings to your advantage by pulling the cool air in and pushing the hot air out giving you a lower baseline temperature to start with and ensuring that your expensive air conditioner isn't doing all the work. The U.S. Department of Energy calls quiet cool fans the most cost-efficient way to cool any home. Don't sweat your way through the summer this year or pay a fortune to run your air conditioner. Get a quiet cool attic or whole house fan installed with absolute electrical plumbing, heating, and air today. KLZ listeners can save $300 on a quiet cool installation. Just go to klzradio.com slash absolute and fill out the short form. For quality and service beyond compare, call Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. High Five Plumbing, folks. If you are looking to do some upgrades in your home, they're more than willing to help you with that. And if there's anything you need done prior to winter hitting, I suggest you get that done now. Find them at klzradio.com or 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE. High Five Plumbing has made convenience for their customers a top priority. High Five maintains a well-stocked inventory readily available for their technicians at all times. So the technician who comes out to help you remains at your home to complete the project the same day. On the rare occasion they need a part, another team member will bring the part to them, leaving no more I'll be back in three hours visits. On top of that, their window for service is only two hours, respecting your valuable time and notifying you when they are on the way. High Five Plumbing also offers weekend appointments and evening appointments to meet your busy schedule. High Five makes every effort to make your plumbing experience convenient and hassle-free. You can call or email to schedule your plumbing services with High Five. You want a company who makes your time their priority, so call High Five for that at 1-877-WE-HIGH-FIVE or just go to klzradio.com slash plumbing today. If you've been contemplating a remodel of any kind, bathroom, kitchen, basement, a full addition, you name it, they're there for you. And I mean that sincerely. I've been meeting with them on some things we've got going on at our home, and it's been a very, very uh, not just lovely but exciting experience because they're giving us ideas that, frankly, we didn't have prior. So it's been very enjoyable. KLZRadio.com is where you find Premier Home Remodels. Premier Home Remodels will customize your home so you can remain in it and grow comfortably for years to come. With their creative expert team, Premier can design the features needed or add the extra space to your home, making it more suitable for your family and safe for you to age in place. 
They're experienced in retrofitting homes, meeting all your needs now while ensuring you are prepared for the future. Premier Home Remodels will help you design the right changes to accommodate your entire family. And with Premier's years of construction and design experience, they know how to make the aging in place transition just the way you want it. They want you to have a home you'll be excited to live in. Let Premier help you today. Receive 10% off your remodel this month with Premier. Go to klzradio.com remodel and let Premier turn your home into the ideal home for you now and in the future. Putting reason into your afternoon drive. This is John Rush. All right. A preface to this particular story I want to comment on is, number one, I don't believe in any kind of child abuse ever. So I want to make sure I get that out there so I am make sure everybody understands that's where I come from. I'm also going to say that I don't put up with any kind of sexual abuse any way, shape, or form either. So either one of those, not in favor of. Saying all that, Chaffee County is going to put a second daycare worker on trial in the case of a five-year-old pulling down classmates' pants. Now, some of you are probably laughing right now because you may have been that five-year-old doing that back in the day. Well, we live in a different time now. Again, I'm not making... Any excuses or giving anybody a pass where this would happen because, in a way, that's a bullying behavior and you should not be letting five-year-olds do that. Now, on the same token, they're five. And five-year-olds will do what five-year-olds do. And in this particular case, there was a situation where a teacher had left the room just for a Moment. I mean, not very long at all. Go, go put a load of laundry in. So has, however long it takes to, you know, basically they do some of their own laundry and things there. And this particular case, they had left just momentarily to change some laundry out from one machine to another and came right back in. So they were not gone more than probably one minute. And when they did, they found what I just explained. There was one other instance where somebody walked into the bathroom and similar situation where, you know, the pants were down and things were, were not appropriate. I don't want to get into all the gory details. You can read it for yourself. Now, again, keep in mind, these are five-year-olds. And this is not, by the way, any teachers being involved and suggesting things happen and so on. These were, this was this particular child, which is not named, of course, on his own doing this to other classmates. So this, again, is not a teacher situation where there's quote-unquote accused fault is the women that were involved in this. There was two of them. They didn't report it immediately. They did it two days later. Now, keep in mind, these are five-year-olds. Again, I'm not giving anyone a pass per se, but are we being so critical now that we're not even allowing things that would typically happen to happen and you deal with this with the individual parent and the child and move on? We now have a court case and we've already acquitted one individual. We're now going to put a second one on trial. To me, that's the dumbest thing ever. These teachers don't need to be on trial, and I don't know them. I have no skin in the game here. 
None whatsoever. I don't know the situation. Don't know these individuals. I know nothing. They're saying that it's a lack of supervision and a lack of reporting. And that's the problem here. Well, I would disagree. And again, I'm not there. So I, I, I guess I probably shouldn't say because I wasn't there. I don't know the whole circumstances. I don't know exactly what's going on. But I don't think this constitutes child abuse. In fact, a Park County judge who presided over the first case said exactly that. Children pulling down their pants does not constitute child abuse. I would agree with that judge. In fact, in my opinion, that's a smart judge knowing, probably looking back in time and realizing that, yeah, kids do stupid things and they're five and they really aren't thinking and, you know, it's, it's dumb and it's not right and we need to correct it, but does it constitute child abuse? No, it does not. He goes on to say there's no allegation that the children were not being properly supervised or that there was any type of coercion in any of these prior instances. None of these Prior instances, in my opinion, would have even been problematic and required reporting. But you're using these reasons to inflame the jury. That was the judge's comment. So, again, I wasn't there. I didn't see all of this. I'm going off of what a judge said that I would tend to agree with. Again, I wasn't there, so I don't know all the circumstances, but this judge does. And I don't know if this judge is male or female. Doesn't, I don't care. It doesn't matter to me. I'm just reading what the judge said. These were misdemeanor charges that carry punishment up to 120 days in jail. And she could never, ever again work with a child if convicted. And folks, this is, again, this is where we go after things we shouldn't. And yet there's other times where we don't do anything. We just ignore it. You know, we allow... Catalytic converters to be stolen regularly. We allow cars to be stolen regularly. And, and again, I'm not for child abuse of any way, any, any kind, any way, shape, or form. Not at all. But this isn't. And the judge even says so. This is in Pontius Springs. This was, this was a few years ago, by the way. This wasn't just recently. This, of course, is, you know, takes time to go through the court system and so on. And this happened to be a situation where in Chaffee County, they were looking for more uh, child care centers because there wasn't enough. And this happened to be one that opened in 2020. So again, I, I just wanted to mention that because I, when I read stories like this, I just think to myself, are, are, we, are we not wasting time and money on the wrong things at times? And I would say we are, especially in this particular situation. This to, this to me just seems like an entire waste of court system time energy, money, and so on, that we could be used, or that could be used for much better things. That's just my opinion. And again, I am not for any kind of child abuse from anyone, any way, shape, or form. And should this young five-year-old be talked to and disciplined and let known what's going on? Of course, absolutely. It's not okay what they're doing. I'm not going to give this child a pass. But is it criminal behavior? Is, is this the kind of behavior where we should have teachers that should no longer ever be allowed to teach again, you know, and so on and so forth, you know, things I just went through? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Not in my opinion. So, anyways, I read that the other day, and I just thought I had to talk about that with you all. Golden Eagle Financial is next. Al Smith, and again, as I said earlier, if you do not have a financial plan, 
set and you need help doing so, that's where Al comes into play. If you've got one, but nobody's keeping tabs on it, you're not being kept in check, Al can help you with all of that as well. So whatever you need, give Al a call, 303-744-1128. When you go it alone, saving for retirement, Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial knows you take on significant risk for making the wrong moves with your hard-earned money. When you work with Al, performance may increase up to 20% more than employer-sponsored plans or with automated services. As an experienced advisor, Al uses over 30 years of retirement planning experience to help you understand what drives a good retirement plan. Al gets to know you personally so he can understand your goals, fears, and needs and gives you the best guidance possible given your unique situation. Approaching retirement doesn't need to be difficult. You just need the experience of Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial to direct you on the smart way to go. So visit klzradio.com money now to schedule a no-strings-free consultation and take control of your retirement plan. Investment advisory services offered through Brookstone Capital Management, LLC. A registered investment advisor, BCM, and Golden Eagle Financial Limited are independent of each other. Insurance products and services are not offered through BCM, but are offered and sold through individually licensed and appointed agents. Extreme Auto Repair, where when you're getting your vehicle fixed, if you need a loan or car, we talked to Sean about that quite a bit, they've got the ability to help you out in that way as well. And keep in mind, they will take care of your vehicle, bumper-to-bumper service, and they are the dealership alternative. 303-841-1071. The hot temps around the Denver metro area are just getting hotter. And Extreme Auto Repair wants you and your vehicle to stay cool. When the heat outside swelters, you are at a much higher risk of your engine overheating and failing, leaving you stranded and waiting on a tow. You know to check your coolant frequently, but did you know that low engine oil can also cause your engine to overheat faster? This is especially important in the mountains where your car is driven much harder than on flat ground. Simple things like regular oil changes done on time with extreme auto repair can help protect your engine and keep you safe. In the harsh and ever-changing Colorado weather, it's important to make sure that your car is always in tip-top shape. And Extreme Auto Repair will help you make that happen. Appointments are required for services and inspection. So to schedule your visit to Extreme Auto Repair, go to klzradio.com slash extreme today. Okay, in our home transitions, they take the stress out of buying and selling a home, and they can get you more money out of your home with their Re-up program. Call and ask how that works today, 720-437-8210. You're stuck. You need to sell that house. Inflation means a remodel is going to cost a fortune, and high interest rates means your price is spiraling by the day. KNR Home Transitions uses a revolutionary new service called Reup to do it all for you. Reup will remodel your home at no upfront cost and split the profit with you when the home sells. Think about it. Sure. You could remodel the place yourself, put in the work, hire and pay the contractors, clean the messes, and market it online yourself. But your time is valuable, and you don't have months to do it and foot the bill for the work up front. You want your place sold now and for what you feel it is worth. K&R knows your market. They know what sells, and they can be a one-stop shop so you can go about your life without worrying about the stress that comes with doing a remodel to sell. Get started now by going to klzradio.com home or call them at 720-437-8210. That's 720-437-8210.
live and local, back to Rush to Reason. All right, we are back. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. Uh, Adam Angiofsky, by the way. Adam, welcome back. Seems like we're having you on on almost a weekly basis now because new data just keeps coming up that you guys keep uncovering that I feel like our listeners need to know. Well, we're hard at work, the auditors at OpenTheBooks.com. We're digging and clawing and digging and clawing, John. All right, so give us the latest update on some new data. Well, last week we got surprise production, amended production from our Freedom of Information Act lawsuit. Our lawyers are Judicial Watch and NIH caved. We were going in front of a federal judge making arguments that on a database of third-party paid royalties, we should be able to see the payer of the royalty, the company, think pharmaceutical company. And we were getting ready to make those arguments, and I guess NIH didn't want a federal judge to rule against them, so they proactively sent us every single company who's paid every single one of their 2,407 scientists a royalty since 2009. Wow. Okay, so I can only imagine. I don't have the report in front of me. What does this thing look like? Well, first off, everyone listening to the program, come to our website, openthebooks.com. We've opened up the entire file for download so you can okay. help us root out okay. all the conflicts of interest. Um, and so, look, we have the names of the companies paying Fauci. So if you're a member in 2022 twice, Fauci was being questioned by U.S. Senator Rand Paul in hearings, and he said that he didn't have to divulge information on his royalties. Well, that was misleading. We now know the companies who paid Fauci. Uh, and he also said that he could not remember if he had ever given grants to a mm. company that had paid him a royalty. Mm. And we, we now have empirical evidence that he not only gave grants, but he also gave contracts. So he gave an avian bird flu contract to Chiron Corporation. They were paying him royalties. Uh, and he also, uh, Chiron Corporation was paying him royalties for Fauci's AIDS therapeutic invention. And Fauci pumped in $36 million of U.S. taxpayer money into that invention for testing at 200 sites over five years in 18 countries. Wow. Wow. So he was in charge of doling out $30 billion in government grants, 56,000 recipients, and in turn $325 million in royalty payments came back to not just him, but a lot of individuals involved in this. Am I saying that right? Yeah, it's close. So National Institutes of Health, the parent NIH, employer, yep. Fox's employer, doled out over $30 billion in grant-making last year. Fauci's entity, uh, the National uh, Institute of Allergies and Infectious Diseases, they probably did about 8 to $10 billion in grants. It's okay. a big number. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's still and, not a small number. That's a huge number, by the way. Exactly. So now, you know, now we found that over the course of the last 12 years, hundreds of millions of dollars were flowing back from the industry enriching the agency, its wow. leadership, and 2,400 of its scientists. If I was running, I know this is off topic a little bit, but if I was running for president, one of the first things I would run on is this needs change. The ability for a government worker to receive a royalty of any kind, in my opinion, needs to end, period. Well, the National Institutes of Health, they have done everything possible to try to stop us from making this information public. And, John, I just want to walk you through a brief timeline. It's been a two-year fight. We filed our Freedom of Information Act request in September of 2021. They ignored it. 
By November, with Judicial Watch as our lawyers, we sued them in federal court. We won. And then they took, starting in February, they took 10 months to slow walk, highly redacted, 3,000 pages of quote-unquote line-by-line royalties. But they blacked out the name of the payer, the amount of the payment to the individual scientists, and even the invention. We didn't know what was invented, how much was paid, and who paid it. We could just see the top-line numbers, which added up to $325 million. This is maddening because I want to remind everybody, my listeners really know this, but we get new listeners from time to time, government has no money other than what we collect from us as taxpayers and or borrow, Adam. Government has zero money, right? Yeah, that's right. They operate, well, you know, they, you know, we're in a new era, John, so they also not only operate on our tax dollars, but our children and grandchildren and great-grandchildren's tax dollars, because they're racking up the national debt. Very true. Think about this. In 1980, the national debt was under a trillion dollars, and Roughly 40 years later, we're pushing $33 trillion. 32 692 and climbing as we speak. It's amazing. They're addicted to spending our money. But over at NIH, you've got these unelected bureaucrats. They're basically get, literally giving the middle finger to the American taxpayer, saying, send us the money. You can't ask any questions. We'll run things. Mm-hmm. At openthebooks.com. You know, we're battling that culture of secrecy, yeah. and we're racking up the wins. Yeah, I, and, and it, you, to your point, it is a battle of secrecy because they know that if the American public knew what was going on, things would change, and they, so they don't want this stuff being made public. Yeah, so one of the things we found was that Institute of Biological product, uh, Products, they're right next to the Wuhan Institute of Virology hmm. in Wuhan. This is an entity that's a sub, uh, a subsidiary of Sinopharm. They are the Chinese Communist Party-owned COVID-19 vax company. So this Wuhan Institute of Biological Products is paying royalties to executives over at Fauci's Institute at the National Allergies and Infectious National, uh, uh, you know, the uh, the Institute of Allergies and Infectious Diseases, right. Fauci's Institute, they're right. paying royalties to the two guys running the, in- the laboratory there on infectious diseases. Unbelievable. On top of that, the next line I see here is Russian animal vaccine maker, which was allegedly a front for a Soviet bioweapon lab, is licensed inventions and paid royalties to NIH for de- tech developed within, of course, with taxpayer Dollars again. This is just this. This reads like a novel, Adam. It does. There is companies in Belarus. <laughs> Belarus is a is yep. a Russian satellite state. Right. It is corruption on steroids. Look, I'm from Illinois. It is the Super Bowl of corruption, and Belarus is more corrupt. That's how corrupt that place is. And we've got U.S. You know inventions that were invented by U.S. scientists and U.S. taxpayer-funded government labs, and we're licensing that technology to companies in Belarus. Wow. This thing, again, we just keep going. Purdue Pharma, which we all know through the, the news and such, that they are the maker of oxycodone, of course. They licensed tech developed with public funds and paid royalties to the NIH, even after the company pleaded guilty to federal crimes related to opioids. This This is just... This is lunacy, Adam. I don't know how else to say it. Just total lunacy that we're allowing this to happen. 
Yeah, and there was a lot of pain on the opioid crisis that continues to today. Right. So here's the timeline on that. So the company pled guilty to federal crimes in 2007 on on marketing and other deceptions. It, these royalties were paid in 2010 through 2013 during a period, and I sourced this right off the NIH website. Okay. NIH was trying to partner with Purdue Pharma. Oh, my word. While they're collecting royalties from the company after the company has already pled once to federal crimes. I mean, if this doesn't prove that, you know, big pharma, uh, A, they're in bed with government. It's very, you, you guys are proving that with even all of the, the money. I call them kickbacks because that's what they, you can call them royalties, but they're kickbacks. I mean, you look at all the kickbacks that are rolling back through. You know, not only is Big Pharma in bed with government, government's in bed with Big Pharma. If we don't put a stop to this, are we going to be able to trust them at all in the future, Adam? The answer is no. They need tra- radical transparency. They need to open the books to rebuild trust. It's the only way back for the industry, and I'll submit to you for our government writ large. And what we all experienced on the pandemic. I agree. So look, no, you're right. This is the salient fight. It is to open the books, follow the money, yep. and prove to the American people that things are on the up and up. And if they can't do it, you know, and it doesn't look like they can, Congress needs to crack down. Agree. A third of a billion dollars going back to these, you know, these employees. Let's face it, they're government employees. They are on the taxpayer dole, if you would. They are on our payroll and yet they're getting a third of a billion dollars in kickbacks. And as it always is, it's worse, John. As you know, our database from NIH only goes through March of 2020. So, so it's just bigger on than two this. Companies, yeah. Just on two companies in that database from 2009 through 2020, Merck, I'm sorry, Pfizer and Moderna, there's nearly 500 royalty payments. And that is the tip of the iceberg wow. because we know just in the last couple of years, those two companies have paid an estimated half billion dollars yep. to NIH on their COVID-19 vaccine royalties. Yep. So the, the story's only a lot worse. So really, instead of going to, you know, the trades or going and getting a college degree, what you really need to do is go get a college degree and somehow worm your way into the NIH to where you can be a scientist where you're getting a, a pretty decent salary, by the way, but then on top of that, you get a cut of this also. That's a pretty good job at that point. Yeah, it really is. Here's how deep this scheme runs. There's about 3,000 pharmaceutical companies in the United States, including all the startups. And there's 2,019 companies paying NIH for royalties. Like, this thing's deep. Wow. Wow. This is... You know, I, I love the show Billions. I love watching kind of the inner workings and how things go back and forth between, you know, Bobby Axelrod and Chuck the AG and all the fighting and so on. Uh, th- this would be its own movie series. Let's just say it that way, Adam. Yeah, I think it is. You know, we knew it was going to be a treasure trove of potential insider trading, conflict of interest, and personal enrichment. Yep. It is not disappointing. No, it, ma- it makes that movie look like a cartoon. I mean, that series Billions look like a cartoon, and I'm not exaggerating. Yeah, I mean, you know, we all, the American people, we all know the system's rigged, left, right, and center. Yep. Everyone will tell you, when Bernie Sanders ran for president, he ran on the theme, the system's rigged in 2016. So did Trump. Like, yep. people get it. 
We just don't know how bad it is. And these data sets are showing us wow. just how bad it is. And the only way back for America, you know, I mean, republics, their useful life is about 200 years before yep. people, yep. before they get corrupted. Yep. And the next stage is despotism and authoritarianism. Yep. And so in order to cheat history right now, the only way back is for the American people to get engaged. And we believe that transparency is gives you the tool You're to right. get engaged. You're right. Adam, so why we keep having you on. I mean, literally, why we keep having you on, and I know it's weekly, but you keep digging more and more things up, and it's good information. I want to get out to our listeners. These are the things they can share with their loved ones, their cohorts, their, you know, around the water cooler and so on. These are the types of things that need to be shared more so than who their favorite candidate is. And it's why we opened up this database, because everybody knows, has a little piece of institutional knowledge that we don't have. And we're already getting great tips. I'm telling you, next week's setting up huge, because we have gotten great tips from regular people and insiders all across this country on on some stories that will just blow your mind. Okay. Well, you keep me abreast. We'll have you back on. This has been fabulous, and I appreciate your time, Adam, very much. John, thank you. You're very welcome. And, guys, you can support them. Go to OpenTheBooks.com. They do all of this on their own. Uh, It's because of the support of folks like you that they're able to do these things. And, folks, again, as I said a moment ago, this is big. I'm going to come back and add a couple of things to this because, frankly, uh, there are things here that our next conservative candidate for president needs to be working on and reading and following up on and using on the campaign trail. And I mean that sincerely. American National Insurance is next. Paul Lewinberger, he will help you save money on your insurance. Just call him today. He's my agent. He'd love to help you out. 303-662-0789. Paul Lewinberger will teach you how to pay for home insurance the right way, saving money on premiums while protecting yourself from catastrophic costs in the future. American National Insurance keeps premiums low by attracting clients who choose to self-insure the small stuff. Most people don't understand basic economics, so they file claims all the time, driving up the cost of insurance year after year. You listen to Rush to Reason, so you probably have a better head on your shoulders, financially speaking, than the average homeowner. Still, you can learn new strategies from Paul Lewinberger to practice responsible money management. The smartest homeowners only file claims in emergencies, opting to pay out-of-pocket for everyday expenses. Personal responsibility benefits everyone, enabling you to afford total loss coverage. Call John's personal insurance agent, Paul Lewinberger, with American National Insurance for details about his one-of-a-kind rebate program, 303-662-0789. Michael Bailey Law, he has our mobile estate planner, and he wants to make sure that you're dialed in before something tragic would happen to you. And yes, there are a couple of things in life that are guaranteed, death and taxes, so make sure that you're dialed in with Michael because he can help you with both of those. 720-394-6887. If you don't use Michael Bailey, the mobile estate planner, the government will be happy to decide everything for you. It is up to you to dictate exactly what happens to your assets when you pass. Otherwise, a court will be happy to take care of it for you. They offer an easy 144-month estimated turnaround to sort out your assets. And in some cases, they can even draw your case out longer. Why would you want to put your family through the trauma of this kind of scenario and allow state probate courts and investigators to invade every aspect of their privacy? Doing things the right way now with Michael Bailey means that your dying wishes will be honored exactly as you intend. 
Completing a will with Michael Bailey means that your full estate will go to your family instead of a third or more going to pay legal fees to battle it out later. Let Michael Bailey give your family peace after your death by getting your affairs in order now. Get started by going to klzradio.com slash estate. If you're looking for a new used car, whether you want to go up or down in value, Ridgeline Auto Brokers can help you with all of that. And you're looking for a first-time car, maybe for somebody going back to school, college, I should say, or high school. Maybe you have a new driver. They're they're more than willing to help you with all of that, and that's the type of cars they specialize in. 303-442-4141 or RidgelineAutoBrokers.com. Are you in the market for a reliable car that won't break the bank? Drive Radio sponsor, Ridgeline Auto Brokers specializes in quality used cars that cost between $15,000 to $25,000, making them a great option for first-time drivers or anyone looking for a good deal. They pride themselves on providing a transparent and hassle-free car buying experience. That's why at Ridgeline, they never charge a dealer fee. Plus, all vehicles are inspected by Legacy Automotive, a Colorado Select member and sponsor of Drive Radio. For a limited time, they are offering first-time customers the first oil change for only $1. Every car comes with a 30-day warranty, with the option to purchase a service contract. And at Ridgeline Auto Brokers, there are competitive financing options to fit your budget. If you cannot make it to the dealership in person, there are videos of all Ridgeline cars for sale on their website at RidgelineAutoBrokers.com. Call today at 303-442-4141 to schedule a test drive or visit RidgelineAutoBrokers.com. Ridgeline Auto Brokers, the smartest way to buy a car. Now back to Rush to Reason on KLZ 560. All right, Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. Thanks for joining us, by the way. We appreciate it very much. All right, to dovetail back into Open the Books, Adam there. And you would never, by the way, be able to spell Adam's name the way it's pronounced, just so you all know. I've gotten to where I can pronounce it pretty well now. So I appreciate Adam and what he does at Open the Books, Angiofsky. It's spelled, by the way, A-N-D-R-Z-E-J-E-W-S-K-I. Yeah, you'd never get that pronunciation out of that. At any rate, it would behoove any conservative candidate. I don't care if you're running for dog catcher. It would behoove any candidate to go to his website and gather information, especially the information we just went over today, to use on the campaign trail. If there is anything that you could use as a conservative to convince people how corrupt our current system is, it's that. They can relate to what's happened with COVID. They can relate to a lot of the payouts that have happened. They can relate to what's happened to uh, the situation in Wuhan with the release of the virus and so on. These are things people can relate to. So those of you listening that are thinking about running or may even have already thrown your hat in the ring. It would really help your campaign, as far as I'm concerned. If I was your campaign manager, I would be making you memorize the things Adam just talked about. So that at any point on the campaign trail, you could answer those things at the tip of your tongue. And speak on those things, telling people how corrupt our current system is and how it needs changed. That, to me, 
would be top priority as a candidate. Now, you have to talk about the things that are local and whatever you're running for and so on. And I get all of that. But when you start talking about the overarching theme of what's going on in our system today, and in this particular case is really pretty much run by Democrats, there's some corrupt Republicans, too, that are in this. Don't, don't kid yourself. But by and large, this is coming from the Democrats' sides of things. That would be one of my main talking points. Clean this up. And, of course, Adam on OpenTheBooks.com has a whole lot more than just what he's learning about the NIH and the kickbacks. I know, they're called royalties. I I get it, okay? I know I'm probably going to get in trouble for using the word kickback from the left. But let me tell you what, they're kickbacks. You can call them royalties all you want. They're kickbacks. You get this drug approved and you'll have this much coming back in in royalties. Well, I call them kickbacks. Folks, that's about as corrupt as corrupt gets. Think about that. That is like the wolf watching the hen house. Right? Literally. That is not the way things should work. And as Adam said, the only way to get that fixed is to expose it. Keep talking about it. Keep showing it. And for those of you listening that are on the left, these are facts. You can read these documents for yourself. There is nothing that is, you know, we're not beating around the bush. There's nothing hidden here. A lot of you will say, oh, that's just a crackpot. No, this is real stuff. Go read it. And this is the stuff that needs to end. It's a bunch of garbage that it's even going on in the first place. It's garbage that somebody like Fauci is getting a royalty. He is on my payroll. I am a taxpayer. He is on my payroll. He should not be getting any kind of a royalty or a kickback, period. Period. If he wants to go to the independent side and work for some company to where there's some sort of a royalty that would come in off of that, more power to him. No one inside of government should be getting a royalty of any kind. No one. If you want to call and argue with me on that and prove me wrong, be my guest. You are going to have a hard time convincing me that when you're on my payroll as a taxpayer, you should get a royalty of any kind. Period. Period. I don't know what you would even say to convince me otherwise. I'm not the smartest guy in the world, but I can, I can smell trouble a long way away. And this, this smells of nothing but trouble and corruption. You're on my payroll as a taxpayer, and you're now going to get a bribe, a kickback, a royalty, we call it to make it sound better. How is that even feasible? Folks, it's not. That is corruption to the core. And I have said it for years, since the beginning of COVID, and I'll keep saying it. Fauci is Satan's son. That guy is as corrupt as corrupt gets. He's done nothing good for this country at all. If anything, he's done everything possible to destroy it. Yes, I said that, and I'll keep saying it. That guy should be behind bars, period. If you're someone on the left that believes in Fauci, you're part of the problem as well. Anybody that would support that guy is part of the problem. He is as corrupt as corrupt gets, and open the books is proving it. Now, will anything ever happen to him? No, he'll go on to private life and work for some university and still make buku bucks. 
He's already set for life, by the way, but he'll even be more set for life when it's all said and done. He'll write books. He'll do this. He'll do that. He'll be the darling of the left, unless we keep talking about what I just said. Then maybe he won't. As far as I'm concerned, he should pay a lot of the money that he's received back. As Adam said, this thing needs to run through Congress, and there needs to be heavy investigations. And if they're not thinking about doing it, they need to. And maybe this will drive some of that. So we'll be back. Roof Savers of Colorado is next. Dave Hart wants to help you with your roofing needs, whatever they are, by the way. And whether you need a repair, a complete replacement, extend the life of through the RoofMax treatment, you name it. Dave can be there to help you through the whole process and work with your insurance company as well. 303-710-6916. Summer hailstorms have returned with a bang, leaving roofs across the front range in need of repair or replacement. You need to know what options will be best for your home. Here at Roof Savers Colorado, we pride ourselves in helping homeowners maintain their roofs through hail or shine. We work with any insurance company to get your damaged roof the replacement it needs. However, if you are looking to get more life out of your current roof, we also offer a 100% plant-based rejuvenation treatment that gives new roof performance without all the new roof costs. With over 20-plus years of roofing experience, we believe in helping you determine the right solution for your situation and through every season. If you think your roof has been a victim of hail, contact us to set up your free inspection and receive an honest evaluation about the condition of your roof. Call today at 303-710-6916. That's 303-710-6916. Or go to RoofSaversCO.com to keep a durable roof over your head. This isn't Rage Radio. This is real, relatable radio. Back to Rush to Reason. All right, here in just a few minutes here, 5 o'clock, Chris Shemelinski, who is uh, going to join us, by the way. And he's with Numbers USA. We talk to him on a regular basis as well. He's got some uh, new information out on Hispanic voters and where they stand in regards to Trump versus Biden. And there's some interesting things, by the way. So we'll get into that with Chris here in just a few minutes. And again, please go to the last website, openthebooks.com, and check out that last uh, you know, really the last two segments that we were talking about there with Adam, please, and make sure that you use that information wisely, especially if you're a candidate. We'll be right back. Hour number three is next. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560.